Drive time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. The weekly African report in drive time. And don't you love the marimbas on a Wednesday when it's uh, 32 degrees outside? It's uh, all good. And in uh, this week's Africa report, uh, 77-year-old Denise uh, Sasu Ngesu re-elected as Congo Republic president as his challenger dies of COVID-19. Samia Suluhu Hassan is a new Tanzanian president, first uh, woman Tanzanian president. African Union backs AstraZeneca vaccine for the continent. Online is a political science lecture at Chrisma University in Zambia, Dr. Charles Moyo. You can follow him at 3w.afrodemocracyjournal.com. Dr. Charles Moyer, welcome. Thank you, Shafi. Mr. Dennis Sasu Ngisu, re-elected as the Congo Republic president, I think we have to make the point that the Congo Republic is not the DRC. This is a different country, different territory. Yes, indeed. Congo Brazzaville. And, of course, it's been um, a lot more stable, quote-unquote, than the DRC, and has for, for quite a while, I think, um, basically been under the radar. Yes, it's, it's a bit stable compared to, you know, to its uh, counterpart. But uh, yes, there is peace, but it is not positive peace, considering the governance style of the incumbent. It's interesting that he managed to win the election with an 88% majority, but I suppose it's really easy if your challenger is dead. Yes, yes. This is a power-hungry, you know, politician who has been in power for 36 years. So he's one of the longest-serving African leaders on the continent, and his leadership style is not helping the country in any way. His tight grip on power is is, is for power and for power's sake. Yeah, I mean, he's quite um, a character, like most of these long-standing leaders can be, because he went to a press conference about the election wearing a white shirt with his own face on it. Um, That's pretty narcissistic, isn't it? Yes, it, it it actually reminds me of of, of Donald Trump, but that's what <laughs> uh, power does. <laughs> it, it it corrupts, and uh, in the end, you you end up losing uh, some of your uh, of your senses. But uh, I think the underlying point is that this is an individual who is after power. He has been in power for thirty six years, and he still you know, determined to to extend uh, that rule. And in 2015, we saw him, you know, uh, amending the Constitution to remove term limits, uh, you know, and age limits. So it's it's all about power. It's another kind of of, of Robert Mugabe. It's very sad because um, the Congo Republic is a little bit more stable than the DRC, and it used to be an oil-rich country. Obviously, uh, the collapse of oil prices hasn't done the country much much uh, favor. But um, it, it could have really been a different story. I mean, the Congo Republic could have been like Kuwait, uh, uh, where every citizen was ba- is basically uh, well looked after. 
Yes, they, they have oil and lots of it, but unfortunately it's not being properly uh, managed. And uh, to make matters worse, the uh, oil prices have been falling uh, starting, you know, 2014. So that's another problem. There, is, there are huge economic challenges as, as we speak. Uh, so, you know, Dennis is, is expected to... Uh, 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 to turn around the economy to address those challenges, issues to do with unemployment. There are so many challenges, just like any other African country. Oh boy, what a pity. Congo Republic, so much potential. Let's travel to Tanzania. Samir Suluhu Hassan is the new Tanzanian president. We spoke about uh, former Tanzanian president John Mugufuli last week and his rather mixed um, legacy of uh, clamping down on media um, and uh, his bulldozer style of of government. Apparently, Samia Suluhu Hassan is something of a consensus builder. So do you you, um, predict we might see a completely new leadership style in Tanzania? Yes, there is an an opportunity for for her to, to change course. Uh, but what is important for for uh, is not to throw away uh, everything about Magufuli. She has to to continue on the same trajectory, especially when it comes to fighting corruption. Uh, you know that bold leadership. Uh, you know the, the bulldozer element, especially when dealing with foreign investors. That is needed. You know that integrity when it comes to to fighting. Uh, corruption and work ethic but at the same time she has to break away you know from the culture of authoritarianism uh, that her predecessor you know was cultivating all along so it's an opportunity for change and transformation but she's she's up against it she's got a big challenge because uh john mongofuli was a covid denialist and it seems as if covid is what took him out, um, that uh, um, President uh, Samia Suluha Hassan has to now really move to get a COVID-19 vaccine rollout in Tanzania, which is being ravaged by COVID. Looks like we've lost our line to um, Dr. Um, Charles Moyer, political science lecturer, Chrisman University, Zambia. Phone just died. So we're just going to call uh, we are, were hoping to talk about African Union backing AstraZeneca vaccines, and hopefully we can uh, conclude with our interview about Samia Suluhu Hassan, the uh, new attain Tanzanian president, uh, stepping into the shoes of the late John Magafuli of Tanzania. Beautiful country, by the way. It really is. Tanzania and Zanzibar, beautiful parts of the world, and uh, lovely people as well. Uh, stay in those countries. It's always politicians that seem to spoil the party for most uh, countries around the world. So we're just hoping to see whether we can get Dr. Charles Moyo back online. Uh, do we have him? We had a total um, network failure. Uh, looks like something is ringing. Hopefully it's a fo- And Dr. Charles Moyo, I believe yes, we got I'm, you I'm back. Right. Uh, you were just sort of talking about the challenges of uh, President uh, Hassan of Tanzania. I think COVID-19 vaccines for her is the big one. 
Yes, it's a big one because, you know, his, his predecessor in, uh, was a, a denialist, so it is something that she should not follow. She, she has to be clear and she has to come up with a concrete and holistic strategy in terms of fighting COVID-19, even the issue of documenting, you know, statistics uh, when it comes to the pandemic. So she has to improve the lot when it comes to health. Indeed, and let's get to our last uh, item. African Union backs AstraZeneca vaccine for the continent. And, of course, AstraZeneca vaccine will be very effective in countries that haven't been affected by the South African variant. I can't remember the technical word for it, but otherwise it should be effective. And AstraZeneca in Europe saying that the people who got affected by blood clots, that was not due to the vaccine. That was due to other factors. So what do you make of it? Yes, there was the, you know, that issue that was raised in terms of accessibility for national, but the thing that was addressed by, you know, uh, uh, the World Health Organization and other uh, relevant uh, uh, bodies. I think this is a good move uh, for, for Africa to come out of this pandemic. It's important to, to embrace uh, vaccines like what is happening in South Africa. Even in Zimbabwe, there is a lot of vaccination that is taking place. Uh, Zambia is also working on a strategy on how to acquire uh, the vaccine and, you know, consequently vaccinate its population. So it is a good move, and the African Union should be applauded for such a move. Indeed. We have to leave it there. Dr. Charles Moyer, political science lecturer, Chrisma University, Zambia. You can get him on three W's dot afrodemocracyjournal.com and of course Dr. Moya will be with us same time next week different stories on the African continent The Weekly African Report in Drive Time